Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. Our goal this podcast is to bring you value, information, and resources to help with goals in fitness, business, health, and life. We'll discuss our takes on relationships, marriage, dating, attraction, so much more. And, you know, we all have our different perspectives on relationships, so we're going to get started with the boys. I guess I'll get it started then. Yeah, we're doing this relationship pod. It's going to be a little different, a little bit different format than we normally do. But I, between the five of us here, we all have very different perspectives when it comes to different, relationships. Different. When it comes to relationships, we got a couple uh, guys here in serious relationships. We got a couple newly single people here, and we have our female perspective in Definitely. Derica. I'm excited. I haven't been on here in a minute. <laughs> in a minute. So, Dee, what's the first topic of discussion? So, we're going to talk a little bit about supportive significant others when it comes to business, relationships. Just having that person next to you as you go throughout life when you're when you're creating uh, career opportunities, when you're creating friendships, all that good jazz. What's up, Fody? Give it to me. Give it uh, to me. Am I up already? Yeah. You know I was trying to, to stay me. quiet over here. <laughs> you guys are funny. I thought this was a test from the entire time. Oh, <laughs> we live, baby. We live. We live all the way. So I guess what we talk about, how having a good significant other is good for work-life balance. Yeah. I absolutely 100 million percent believe that. I've been single now for what, probably about six months now. And you know what I'm saying? It gets a little distracting at times. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, you know. We keep it real. You know, with the social media, you know, with the, the Facebook, the Instagram. I mean, there's a lot going on on there. And, uh, but having that significant other in my life, like when I had it at the time, we were together for three and a half years. I was more focused than ever. It actually helped me get to the point of where I am right now. Um, you know, I'm soon going to be launching the Carways and, and the Amazon partnership. And I believe if I didn't have that support system, that significant other that I was, you know, faithful to and, you know, it was just me and her and no no other distractions as far as females and stuff like that, I would maybe have been where I keeps, am now. Keep you grounded, right? Definitely kept me grounded. I'm super thankful for that. Um, but it came to a time at the end of the relationship where I was way too focused on myself. And it came to a point where she was like, you're so selfish. Like, all you care about is you, 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 you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. And that's why it's got to be right now. I got to sacrifice now until I get where I want to be. You know, not I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this to help others and make the world a better place. And this time in my life is prime time. So it's go, go, go. And if it's not going to work out now, maybe in the future. or So you find that was definitely like necessary to take that that time for yourself and be a little selfish, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had to. I mean, if you, when you have, you know, I'm, I'm in the gym six, seven days a week. I'm at work, you know, 50 plus hours a week. Plus we're running barbells and briefcases. Plus I'm starting a new business. I mean, my head is so many different directions that it's hard to have a relationship at the same time, too, because especially females, they want their attention. That was the biggest thing was where... That's a business in itself. Yeah, like, that's a whole other, like, <laughs> to give your significant other attention, especially when... And we're going to talk about love languages later. Like, <laughs> that was like, I can, I don't need the attention. What's that love language? The, uh, the quality time. Quality time. Like, I didn't need quality time to have a great relationship. 
Yeah, you're one, of, you're one of those. Yeah. I'm one of those. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll come do my thing, and then, you know, when we spend our time together, you know, we'll make the best of it. But, mm-hmm. nah, it didn't work out that way. What do you way. think, Randy? Because <laughs> you're married. So what do you think? How important is it for you to have your significant other right by your side throughout everything you've been doing? You've been single and you've been married. Yeah. <clears throat> Give Talk to him. Talk to him. Give it. I, I think it's kind of it's what Fody touched on. It's, it's, it's a blessing. But when you want to focus, that's when it gets hard. It's because you do have somebody else to, um, that's a priority and mm-hmm. somebody else to consider and think about. Um, but the benefits of it is that you do get to focus more on your, uh, on, on your, um, your grind or whatever it is you're interested in. It's less distractions, no clubs, no other girls to entertain, nothing like that. It, it's, it allows you to focus on one woman. And for me, uh, being in a relationship has has uh, strengthened me in many other areas. In a marriage, at that. Yeah, okay. in marriage. Yes, being married for two years now, but um, feels like we've been married since I met her. <laughs> and um, is there a, a difference? Gr- is there a difference when you guys were dating as opposed to being married? For me, it was it was a big difference. Okay. We weren't living together before we got married. Um, so once we got married, a lot changed. A lot changed. Got to see how each other lives, how each other reacts to things, um, intimate set, uh, you know, intimate situations where it's different when I'm spending a night at her house or she's spending a night at my house. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I think being in a relationship when you have goals and dreams will benefit you. Absolutely, I agree 100 percent because I feel like I'm more focused now in a relationship than I was uh, when I was single, and I feel like. Sh- like my significant other definitely helps me focus and keeps me on track when I'm starting to fall off or whenever I'm like not uh, focused on the things that I should be focused on. Right. I think that accountability is huge in a relationship. I th- I, I, you know what I think it is? Is that very few people know you know you. And right. when you are in a relationship, they know you know they you. Know like almost too well. <laughs> almost more than you know yourself. Right. True. And you become vulnerable and get to show that side of yourself that nobody has seen, right? Yeah. And I think that's why the accountability is that it's like all time high because somebody gets to see you and, and, and put you in check. And then you're also having those deep and dark conversations with them. Like, it's like, hey, this is what I truly want. These are my biggest fears, yeah. so on and so forth. And so they get to hold you accountable to the shit that you told them you wanted to do or you told them that you were going to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's when it gets tricky. Yeah. That's when it gets tricky if you're going to put your... Uh, your pride aside and listen to the one person that knows you better than anybody or are you gonna think they're judging you? And that's where a lot of relationships take a turn because of that real accountability. You want somebody that's gonna balance you out, but when they check you, are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. are you gonna be mature enough to, right. to see that as accountability or are you gonna let your insecurities uh, overpower you? So it's definitely times where it's necessary to be selfish. But once you're in a relationship, you have to consider someone else's feelings um, and how they feel about things that you're doing. But it, it still holds you accountable, what you guys are kind of saying, you know. And it puts you, it sets you guys in your place as you guys are all trying to focus on your careers and get things off the ground, like Fody and all that kind of stuff. Like, that woman being behind you or by your side is what helps you stay grounded. You guys agree? Yeah, For I agree. Sure. I mean, I think the problem with my relationship, I mean, any relationship, just friends, like, amongst us. I mean, communication was key, like... I noticed when I was in my relationship, like, I kept a lot of things to myself um, just because I, I just didn't want to talk about them and make them, you know, put them out in presence. As far as, like, 
you know, business related as far as like what happened at work or anything like that. And um, I think communication uh, is tremendous in any relationship. But I agree, um, it's the biggest being, part. Yeah, and then, then we fought a lot about that. What are you laughing about over here? I'm just like, what is Nick laughing about? <laughs> but anyways, you know what I'm saying? But just like in any relationship, um, communication is key. And I think that would have helped my relationship a little bit more. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Randy, when uh, I got a question for you. Like, how much better or worse is your business contingent on how good you are with, like, your spouse, you know? Like if shit's going south, with like if shit's not good with your relationship, does that take a toll on your on your business? And and when shit's going great, does that take a positive toll on your business? Um, or is it kind of ebbs and flows? For me, it was like I wasn't able to enjoy the success of my business or anything else when uh, me and her aren't on the same page. If uh, I actually experienced it last year, last year was probably one of the toughest times in our relationship and it's because I've devoted my time to everything else and I didn't prioritize my marriage or relationship the way I should and um, I'm involved in my church that was starting to take off I'm involved in my business that was taking off I'm involved here with you guys and this was taking off but I was not prioritizing my home so everything else was succeeding but I wasn't able to enjoy any of it because Mm. at home we were terrible Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown. Randy is married. John is engaged. Uh, Nick and Fody are both newly single. And then I've been single for three years. So in case you're wondering where these perspectives are coming from, that's that's the rundown. I'm not a single Let's talk a little bit about chivalry in 2019. How do you guys, what, are you, what is your view on chivalry when it comes to men? But even though I feel like it's, it's directed towards men typically, how do you guys feel about that when it comes to women? How we receive it, or if we're getting enough of it, if you guys deliver that, how do you guys feel about chivalry this year? I don't, I honestly, I don't think it's dead. I just think women feel entitled to it. So it might. Do you think they have a right to be? Uh, how you were raised or how your mother raised you. you how know I, I was mean? raised? It's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's, that's having manners and respect. Absolutely. It's having chivalry. But I think this generation of women feel very entitled. Not even women, but people. But definitely with this topic, women feel entitled about uh, having things done their way or, or being spoiled and being taken care of. And, um, I mean... I, I just think it's, that's that's just my perspective on it. So you're saying that it's hard to find a lot of independent women? Is that what you're no, I think you're saying they're too independent to where they expect a man to do certain no, things. I, just, I, 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 don't think, I don't think chivalry's dead at all. I'm, I'm a chivalrous person, and I know there's men who have been raised right. It's a different generation. There's, I think it's 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 uh, less, ex, less seen or experienced, if that's the way to say it, with the generation under us. There you go. But um, I also think that there's chivalry for women. And I don't think they don't they don't realize it. Chivalry is not just a man's perspective. I agree. It's not just a guy opening car doors and, you know, and opening your door. I mean, women have chivalry too. Are you gonna appreciate it? Like like we were just talking about yeah. before the podcast opened, you know, most women they were taught to uh open the door uh, or when they get the door open for them, they can get in and you know, un- uh, open unlock the other side, door. yeah, unlock, yeah. unlock my door. So mm-hmm. there's chivalry on both sides. Mm-hmm. I, agree I agree with Randy 100. Like I was raised in 
like a traditional Italian family. So my father, you know, I mean, just being around that, like you open the door for for your lady and even, you know, your mother, your grandmother, any woman you open the door for. And um, I always was taught like to this day, like it doesn't matter what date I go on or what, what even if my ex, like it doesn't matter. Like I paid for everything. Like that's just the way I was taught. That's, I mean, I just, whether they offered or not, that's a whole other subject, but you take care of it. Like that's where I was raised. You're the, you're the man. You're doing it. You're doing okay. You take care of the bill and you pick up the check. Whatever the case may be. But I think that's form of chivalry too. Opening car doors, form of chivalry. But on the other side of that, like women have to hold up their end too and take care of their man. What's mm-hmm. expected? So if you guys feel like you guys are chivalrous men and you open car doors and you pay for tabs, what's expected in your mind from a woman? What do you expect in return? I think they should be very grateful. Like they should thank you, thank you, be like (laughs) and be genuine. (laughs) Every little thing, you know, be genuinely grateful that. I I talked with um, uh, I talked with somebody that you know. Anytime I did something, what I really appreciated, right. At the end of the night, I dropped her off at home or whatever. There, I got like a, a, a package of gratitude via text. Hey, I want to thank you for driving. I want to thank you for dinner. I want to thank you for dessert. I just want to thank you for being so awesome. You know, good night, babe. And <laughs> I, you feel awesome. You know what I'm saying? No, it's absolutely. like you acknowledged every little thing that yeah. I did and not, not didn't overlook not one thing. And so, yeah, just gratitude, you know. Don't yeah. expect. I think so for me... Um, I haven't experienced, other than the men that I'm sitting with right now, because they all treat me so very well. Uh, Other than them, (laughs) I haven't experienced uh, the men who open car doors and instantly pay for tabs without wondering if you're paying for your half and they're paying for theirs in about three years since my last relationship. That's so wild. And and it's, it's unfortunate. And so my perspective is obviously different on that because I'm not seeing it. I can see maybe my friends getting that kind of um, respect or what they deserve, as some would say, you know. Um, I just haven't personally. And so my mindset is that men can step their game up a bit. You know, men can be more like the men that I'm sitting with right now. There's just not as, I think like Randy said, like we're living in a different time frame. I don't know how people are getting raised these days, but, you know, it's not as common as it once was or how we were taught for it to be, you know, my dad. Do you think there's... Like the expectation of like that first date, like what that person's looking for. Like if that person is just looking to have you know sex with that person mm-hmm. versus actually genuinely liking that person. I think what are you going into that date so, for? I think sets the tone whether they're going to open the door or not. For you, you know, I agree I, with that, I, I but disagree. I don't. I disagree with that. Right. I'm, see, I, I open the door for anybody. Yeah, regardless. yeah. But, I, but I don't, I I'm am. just trying to think of what why these men aren't opening the door or whatever this case for is that, you. Is that a millennial thing? Is that because, like, Derica's like 24. like 24, so she's at least four years younger than all of us here. So is that, like... I don't the, think the 25 so. and under generation I don't guys. Think so I think I think so I think some men got to be taught. It's deep. I I I wasn't. I didn't understand. You know, I uh, I grew up in a Middle Eastern culture where I kind of sometimes I don't agree with the way shit is, um, and so I didn't see my dad opening my mom's car doors and shit like that. Right. Yeah. So I didn't do it. Um, and I had to be educated. I had to be schooled, you know, at one point in time. So uh, I wasn't always that way. I think we're going back to what Fody was asking. So uh, if the intention is just to sleep with me, my door should still be getting open because you're trying to get something from me. For sure. At this point, you should be whining and yeah, dining and doing. You need to be buttering that you girl know what up. I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now you need to play your cards right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
If anything, if that's what you want from me, you don't want a relationship, you should be doing far more than what's expected. Um, just so you can reach that ultimate goal. Um, but if it is for a relationship, then I still expect the same thing. Um, I think a man should be opening your car door. He should be trying to pay. A woman should definitely still offer to pay. You know what I mean? I think I understand. Yeah, girls, hit does. us with the pump fake. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you don't know what the pump fake is, just act like you're gonna pay. <laughs> just pretend. You know what I'm saying? Peyton Manning pump fake, like, ah, ah, and then throw that bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like we gonna take care of it no matter what. Not if the dude, if the dude don't necessary. take care of it, then then cut his ass off. But if you hit us with a pump fake, we appreciate that shit. I think that's me. I'll definitely offer to pay. Um, I'm very grateful when a man actually offers to take me out because, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't come often. So if anything, I appreciate it. When I'm hanging out with each and every single one of these guys here, they always pick up the tab, and that's much appreciated. And so the expectations that I have goes along with the men that I surround myself with, along with my father. And so I think that women also have a responsibility to appreciate what he's doing, to offer to do something. I think it needs to be 50-50 when it comes to chivalry. But What else should women do for, as far as being having chivalry? What do you think is a good gesture to make a man feel good after? I think, you know, saying... From a woman's perspective, yeah, exactly. well, okay. what is, women, what is <laughs> woman chivalry? I think, you know, obviously saying thank you and being uh, grateful. I think offering to pay after a few dates is your turn. Um, letting the man come home and you wine and dine him for a change you cook him dinner you offer to do take him out i think those things consist of showing that you're appreciative for what he's been doing and the effort he's been making for you you know you, rub his back a little you know bit. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> scratch my head you know definitely take care of him in bed you know do the, that kind of stuff just so that you're appreciative of what he's doing for you that's my opinion on it i like it I wish we had a soundboard. I'd be like, this is the relationship episode. You know, <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I also think it might be is that there's a lot of guys, especially over the last, like, 20, 30 years, that are, like, raised only by women. So they don't get a chance to see, like, their mm. dad, That's like, point. taking care of their mom or, like, no the right example. way. Yeah. yeah. That's no an example. example. Like, when there's, there's a whole generation of men raised by women and That's single true. women at that that don't. They don't have that uh, visual of a man taking care of a woman to, that they grew up with. I can this see is that. True. I personally was raised by my dad, not my mom. I didn't have my mom around. I had a stepmom, but, you know, that's irrelevant. <laughs> so my, my dad basically raised me, which is why with all my girlfriends, my perspective on any topic is always different than theirs because my perspective is coming from the man that raised me as opposed to the mom and cuddling and sympathetic woman that raised them. So I think that you're absolutely right. It does come though, from how you're raised. I think, that, I think that manners are manners. Like, right, Randy? Oh, I mean, for sure. You were raised primarily by your mom? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, manners are manners. But I, I just, I have a feeling with this generation, man, that, that that the entitlement getting in the way might take away from the joy of doing, or, you know, providing chivalry for somebody. So oh, if I'm sure. giving, you know, I'm if I'm opening a door for a stranger, a stranger, like, this happens to be a woman, and I open the door for her, and she just walks by and don't say anything. Then it makes you not want to do it anymore. You're welcome. For the, for the, yeah, for the minded person, they're probably going to be like, you know, well, that's the last door I'm opening for a woman. <laughs> then none of them say thank you. It you is know? true. So, I mean, it just depends on the level of maturity and, you know, I just I just know this generation is is challenged with it. I just don't think it's dead. I think it's it's a lot that uh, goes into why women don't see it as much right now. And, and two, women are grimy. 
They play games and probably go on 37 dates in Listen. one week. I saw a funny meme. It was like, girl, I don't, and look, I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, whatever, that's a whole different story. But it was like a meme. It was like, girls would be talking to five different dudes, and then the one dude that they actually kind of like plays them they're like <laughs> this is like and they upset like that's, man you was talking so true you was talking no, but listen, to, you was dating not, five of them i don't think that's and fair just to the, say just, yeah i don't think that's fair to say because men you go out here and you date multiple women as well if anything you guys date multiple women more than a woman dates multiple men hey we're open about it no it ain't no more i, I, yeah, no I, don't, more. I don't think it's more because women can do it just, secretly and nobody will know no, it, it, I think it, it, it works both ways. I mean, both ways. I think that now modern day, I think text is dangerous. Like you couldn't get away with phone calls back then, but having like you could have six different conversations with six different females or men. Yeah, it was at when, the same time. Thing, you had to, you had <laughs> to hold the flash button to go to the other line. You know, right? You got you pulled up. I got a beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was one thing, but yeah, now you can talk to anybody at any time. It's different. All at the same time. All at the same time. It's yeah. And all different platforms. I guess I, just, I see right. it differently because, I mean, is it is it common anymore for a man or a woman to talk to one person at a time? Is that not a thing anymore? I know I personally, even though I don't owe a man any loyalty when I'm first getting to know him, well, two of us here, I only mm-hmm. talk to one man at a time when I'm getting to know them. I, I feel like it's I, hard, I, but I, if I were to ask that man the same thing, he probably would tell me, you know, I'm dating several women. I, I, or he'd lie. Well, well, I think Absolutely. that's. I think you're very unique in that sense, Derica. Okay, I still. I'm still the only one in Honestly, this generation like, that does it. You're a good girl, so I. I could tell probably a lot of girls wouldn't. Say the same. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, I think a lot That's of girls. That's fair enough. I have, you know, you're absolutely right. I have a lot of friends who there you go. date multiple men, and yeah. I ask them how because I'm like, maybe I need to set my game up. <laughs> you know, maybe I need to do the same yeah. thing. I don't know how they do it. What are your girlfriends, right? So what do they? They think it's okay to they, talk. They to think I'm men? the yeah. They definitely think I'm the odd one out. They're why? like, why? They're like, why are you giving this person loyalty? You don't owe him anything. And I look at it like because I want the same respect. And what do they say? They, you know, no different. You know, it's to each his own. You know, you do you and I do me. They're like, they obviously want me to expand and date multiple men at once and see what I'm missing and see what this one has to offer as opposed to that one. But I just, like, I've tried it and it doesn't work for me. I can't focus on too many people at one time because I don't know what all of you offer. I don't have, I, don't I think that's where that level of entitlement comes with these females that Randy talks about. If they're talking to more than one dude, like, you know, five dudes, like, then they expect What are they things. actually in it for? But it's not even that. Like, what do they expect when they go on these dates? Like, they don't show the appreciation, the gratitude as much. And it's just like, yeah, I can get this from my other guy. Or this other guy does this for me. And, and I think like, for me it's different. But at the if same I... time, there's nothing wrong with that, though. Well, because if you're not in a, if you're not committed to no, just one person and in a committed a, relationship, I mean, you can date as many people as you want, in my eyes. Yeah, do your no, thing. Exactly. No, because, like, you two, <laughs> like, Nick and Fody as single guys, you guys can date as many people as you want. You're not committed to any one person like me and Randy are. No, right. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to slay a few dragons before you find your princess. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you want to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> no, That's why I didn't really tell them because I, I, I was a little reckless when I was single, but look what it stumbled me into. Yeah. I, I think I that's the ultimate amazing. goal for uh, most people. Not everybody wants to get married, but I think for most people... The goal is to date with the intention to eventually have a relationship, to eventually get married and have kids or whatever your goals so. are. And I think what I think you just said is what it is. If your date, if if your intent is just to date one person at a time, then cool. But if first, pers- if a person wants to have seven different uh, selections, but every single one is with the intentions to date, 
which is something else that needs to be clarified before we talk on this topic. Yeah, absolutely. What does dating mean to you? Does mm-hmm. dating mean to you going out to eat, talking, getting to know oh, a I think person? That's a word that's or does not... dating mean I'm going to dinner and we're smashing at the end? Right. Let's talk after. I think that's something that we, yeah, let's talk about that for what's the what does dating mean to each and every single one of you guys? I think it's all the same in the beginning until you actually stumble across somebody you like. But what is it know? what is dating? Is dating seeing multiple people or is dating seeing one person specifically? You're the only person here that sees it as seeing one person at a time. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. That is- I, I, that's how I feel. Okay. <laughs> and and I think okay. if you, if if you're talking to a guy that you shouldn't expect him to only be talking to, to only me? Be, to, be talking to you. Because he's not committed to you. And I think you gotta earn his. Yeah. Earn that. You gotta earn him. Like you gotta. It's work mutual. For it. Okay, and that's it another, that's actually mutual. another thing I think we should discuss because I think men these days are starting to feel like a woman needs to earn him, earn his uh, effort, earn his attention. He's only. And then women does, feel the same. She does. But women but, feel the same. And you should. We want a man. To, a man wants to chase. We want to be chased. We don't want to have to do the chasing. So there's a, the a, there's a weird saying. I don't know where it is exactly, but it says that women are the prize. I, I honestly feel amen it's, to that. It's, no, I, no, no, I honestly feel it's both ways. I don't know what that ways. feels like, but amen I honestly to that. feel like it's both ways. Okay. It even says in the Bible, when okay. a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Okay. But that's there's, a, there's a head of the household, and that's a husband. I agree. I, so I completely agree. There, it's, it's both ways. It's both spectrums. But I, I think they're both valuable. I think the man should initiate. Yeah, it's leadership. The men should initiate initially, but then once you know you have that first date, I think you called it a boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After that first date, she's feeling him. Like now, you gotta go. So put in the work. In my experience, if I've ever had a man who I felt was into me and I was interested as well, anything I the feedback I get from my friends or even my guy friends would be like, "You're showing you're too interested now." And I don't understand that because I look at it like, well, if he showed he's interested, why do I have to act like I'm not? And why do I have to wait three hours to text him back? I think sometimes like something you heard from your girls. Honestly. I think sometimes. No, I had a few guy friends. Who I were think like, like with the right people, there's usually no games played. Like it so just then I'm seems, just it seems like a pretty. Ones. It seems like a pretty smooth transaction. Okay. Okay, it's the game you know? playing that I don't. I don't enjoy having to wait. Three you mutually hours to like want to see back. each other, just as much. Okay. Yeah. At the same time, though, you still have to... You want to be clingy. Yeah, you you don't want to be clingy. You have to play it cool. There's a balance. Yeah, yeah. you have to have your own like life. You function. Yeah, you have to show someone that you have your own life and your own stuff going on. And if if you show them too early that you're all about them, that scares some people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've been there, so I, 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 I can did. see how that... Yeah, I think I, I've done I, that I honestly think we'd be like, man, this girl needs to lay off. She crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early. It's too early. Like, Relax. I, I, like, <laughs> relax like, I feel like it, I think it's crucial that everybody should be on their purpose your career like, I, that should I come agree. first yes. absolutely That's, especially at a table with, with four guys that, that have their own businesses and a lot of different things going on like we have our own lives we want the woman that we that we're with to have their own life too and just be a part of it not mm-hmm. to be the whole thing you know I heard something from uh, uh, it was T.D. Jakes actually I loved it I love men grew up playing games yep. video games and we, it was like, we played video games, right? And then later in life, it's still a game. Because when men link up, we're like, hey, what's up, bro? You know what the first question is? How's business? How are things going, right? How's your business going? Randy, how's all that in dents and Fody, how's CarWiz? Mill, how's your personal training business? Girls, how are you and John? How are you and Randall? That's the first thing to come out. 
because <laughs> those girls were conditioned a little bit differently. Well, I think you, with like the Barbies and, and Ken yeah. showing up, yeah. the, you know, at the front door you play and to take them out. They're trained from a young place. age yeah. to take care of the home or to do womanly things. You know, I mean, this they're building them now. for relationships at the baby age. When we're over here playing Tonka trucks, destroying stuff, building stuff, video games, they're actually doing things at a baby age, taking like care of things in the kitchen, cooking in the kitchen. All toys, but mm-hmm. the way they're conditioned is completely different from the way. Were you men raised like that, did you? I mean, yeah, you Would know, you... I played dolls and all that kind of stuff. But like I said, I was raised by a man, and so I guess it's a little bit different. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a little, just a little different for me. I think I, under, I mean, I'm still a woman at the end of the day. Yeah, but you have those, and you have those qualities. I still that we're have those about. qualities, but boy, would it be nice if men had the same qualities as I did? <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. how come it can't be 50-50 when it comes to things like that? That'd be amazing. I think we're seeing a change, though. Like, there's a lot of. You know, more yeah. women becoming empowered, like with you, you know, know, you have a lot of women out there making more money than their men. Days, you know, yeah. I think social media plays a huge, huge significance in our generation. Well, how about we just curve into that topic right now? Social, <laughs> social <segue>. media, <laughs> dating <laughs> apps, dating websites. Like, are are you guys using though? What are you guys on? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? What you on? Tinder, Bumble? What you guys using? Full disclosure, I met my fiance on Tinder. Okay. Um, Talk about it. Funny, funny story about it is uh, we've been together about three years now. Uh, the f- first year that we were talking, if I ever got the question, so how did you guys meet? Uh, I would immediately lie and just say, oh, we met at the gym. Oh, she she knew my friend Nick and, and he introduced us. <laughs> like, because, yeah, just little things like that. I, tell the truth. I would not tell the truth because it, there was like a stigma around like Tinder, especially. Like, it's a hookup it's app. It's a hookup app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. But you know what? The last, I would say probably since we've been engaged, I don't, I have a lot less shame about it. And anybody, even like clients that I meet at the gym or random people that ask me how me and her met, Tinder. Like it's it started out now. like that, but, and but it blossomed into a lot more it's than that. Way more normal now. Where'd you guys meet online? You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. yeah, the, meeting somebody online or meeting somebody like through a dating app or a dating website. There's a lot less of a stigma now, even like more, as there was like there's three statistics years ago. That say it's more common now than yeah, like. I think these days people are just so busy trying to establish a career, who they are, or investing in certain things that they don't have time to bump into someone on accident yeah. these days. So you but have if the, you're present, you can. Yeah, I well, you know I'd agree with that. Well, I also think that like people today grew up just like looking down at their phones, yeah, or like like guys just grew up playing video games and not playing outside and interacting socially with so many other people. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get that, worse. That the social skills, it's so much easier and less it causes less social anxiety for people nowadays to interact with them first over the phone rejection as kind of like rejection a, like an too yeah for sure i, I think, think it's easier over oh, social media social, of course yeah, like yeah, if you're easier. a person you go after a female she turns you down you're like like you know yeah, like yeah. like she really hurt me like that i'm not yeah. saying you know i'm just saying but now on social media you know you throw a fire emoji and she'll write back you're like all right cool yeah, i'm gonna move on now <laughs> <laughs> Like but, I've seen a, a, a thirsty dudes that like slide in like girls DMs where mm-hmm. it's just like, hey beautiful, hey gorgeous, hey, hey, and it goes up from zero to hundred real quick. Well, fuck you then, you <laughs> ugly anyway. <laughs> Were you reading these DMs? <laughs> I'm telling you, no, I just, I just 
girls be putting dudes on blast yeah, on screenshot there be dudes out there like that you guys are, some of you are too thirsty man. some of you salt. guys need to back like relax chill out like yeah. if you if you say like I mean I don't know everybody has their own thing I mean how you can come at somebody but it should be very subtle if you're not you know, it's not it chief <laughs> <laughs> like if you haven't met each other yet like you know what I'm saying play friendly you know what I'm saying like and then it's always I think it's the best thing to do if you really like somebody on social media to keep it 100% Small talk. Oh, that's funny. Like, oh, good one. If it's a meme, like, oh my, like, just small talk. Don't like try to get that person right away. Build her. Be patient. It's, it's, it's not a sprint. A it's a marathon. It's a marathon, yeah. baby. Like, you yeah. might meet her, you know, one day, or you know, building a relationship. Build a relationship. Like, yeah. you know, go back and forth, and then one day you can start a comp. You know, a more in-depth conversation. Some of these guys going for the knockout, the very first DM, you know? (laughs) And the girls, especially. Jab it up, you know what I'm saying? Post a couple memes, you know what I'm saying? Let let (laughs) let them feel your memes. Let them feel your personality. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Like, would you be interested in a guy that slid in your DMs? Um, I think that a handful of men that I've talked to, I don't date very much, but the handful of men that I've at least talked to for five minutes, it all came from social media, typically. I'm used to that, even from when I was younger and Instagram first came around, you know what I mean? Like, one of the first few guys I talked to came from me commenting on one of his pictures and he commented back and then we sent in the DMs and we exchanged numbers and we met in person. I feel like that's something I'm accustomed to. That's normal. That's, that's, How do you feel right. about somebody randomly going into your DM? Well, I, okay, so I've had that experience happen all recently. All the time. And... It's all about how you approach me and what you say to me and how you say it. Really both scenarios. Give us both so scenarios. So a guy hit me up and, you know, his English just wasn't so great. He said, hey, yo, so I'm trying to get to know you. He literally said that, typed it out in my DMs. And I said, that's so nice of you, but no thank you. And he said, why not? I'm into you. I really like you. And I said, but you don't know me. And then he said, but I'm trying to get to know you, but you said you're not interested. And I left it at that. Now, you can't talk to someone like me like that. And what I say is, a lot of women, when a man tries to holla at us, per se, and they're like, ayo ma, ayo girl, so like, I'm trying to get to know you. That is the wrong way to go about it. And I personally, I get offended, actually. If I'm out and about, or even over my DMs, I get offended when a man approaches me that way, because I look at it like, I know I don't carry myself in a way where I want to be spoken to like that. I'd rather have a man slide in my DMs and say, I think you're beautiful. I would love to get to know you. Would that be okay? Or You, you think know, that's okay to do that right away? You haven't met this person before. He follows you. At the end hey, of the, you're beautiful. I'd like to get to know you. At the end of the day, like if I'm... People do that at bars yeah. all the time, too, though. Yeah. It's different in person, though. No, see, it's I don't present. look at it like that. Here's it takes a lot more it. courage to do it in person than, than to send a DM. But I feel like it goes, it works the same way because if that's what you say to me and I'm not interested, I don't find you attractive, I'm going to shut it down the same way I just did. If you say that to me, I look at your page and I'm like, he's posting some positive stuff. He looks very attractive. He got his stuff together. Okay, great. You want to get to know me? Here's my number. Or let's just keep DMing. It it all depends on how he approaches me, how he comes at me. I check out his page. What his profile looks like. What what he's about. (laughs) It depends on the man. I kid you not. So I don't mind being approached that way whatsoever. People love good vibes, man. I don't mind. If you put out nothing but good vibes... People. If you smile, got to be like uh, you know, the opposite you know, sex. Like people just fuck with good vibes. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's honestly the same thing as like going out and, and trying to to get a girl. Exactly. Oh, oh, we know a thing out. or three about that now. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
If you came out and you dressed well, you put yourself together, you did your hair before you came out and you stepped to me. I gotta I'm tell like, that okay, story great. now. I've gotta tell that story. Yeah, do it. Yeah, so I, like we, we would go out like in our days, our little partying days, right? In our me and Mello, when me and Mello, we was our it was our single days, our young, you know, like let's go out, bro. What are we doing this weekend? We're going to school. We're uh, we work we work at the bank, you know. So it was just our weekend, little weekend warriors, right? We go out and we had no intention to just get it and getting at nobody. We're just like, oh, let's just go have a good time, bro. Why are you lying? No. <laughs> no, this is no. This, this is, we would be like, let's just go key. have a good time, you okay. know? And we would just go with the flow. And we out there just having a phenomenal time. Like, I'm just having a blast. Just us two. Yeah. And just so happens, like, left, look left, look right. You know, the universe, like, <laughs> happens to put some attractive soundboard. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> attractive looking people to the left and right of us. I'm like, hey, what do you know, Miller? They're checking you out, bro. You know? And, and good, I mean, it's just... vibes, but, attractive vibes, man. If you're just out having a good time, that's that. And it's the same thing with life. If you're out having a good time in life, you're going to attract all the right resources, people, energy, and circumstances into it. And in, and in contrast to that, anytime that you and me went out with the objective of getting that girls, nothing happened. And nothing happened. We'd strike out left and right, and it wouldn't work. Let's get us some. Because, <laughs> because I, I think D you could probably attest to that is women can sense that that, that in that men you guys are after, like that. Yeah, like you guys are prying on yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like oh, when, for sure. when when men act like vultures, like that. Yeah, when I'm I'm out and about, if I go to, you know, a club or a lounge or something like that and I'm dancing and some guy just comes up behind me and starts dancing, I move to the left (laughs) and I go dance with my girlfriend. I don't like that. That's too much. That's that's too soon. That's too quick. I'm like, whoa, you don't know me. You're touching me. Like, we're not even there yet. I don't know your name. You didn't buy me a drink. Like, (laughs) we're not there yet. I think dating um, is just so different nowadays. I, like I said, I haven't dated in three years. And John had a problem with that. So John took it upon himself to make me a Tinder account since that's how he met his fiance. You're welcome. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he uh, had it for about like, what, a week? Yeah. Had it for like a week. He was swiping dudes for me. He would send them to me <laughs> like, how about this one? And I was like, no, 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 you're doing this wrong. He deleted it. A month later, I thought, you know what? I wanna go all in. I wanna really give love a try. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna try. So I got the account back, started using Tinder, even downloaded Bumble, started using both. Um, had two bad experiences with the men that I chose to meet up with and hang out with. And it left a bad taste in my mouth at first. I'm still open to the idea of finding love over a social media site or a dating website, whatever the case is. Um, it's just not the same it used to be anymore. And I, think I think what you just said is exactly what it goes. It, it flows in what they both said yeah. about how they went to the club and they weren't looking and what happened and how they went to the club and when they were looking what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't find love. Love finds you. Mm-hmm. I see. I And I completely agree with that statement. But I also think what is the point of having these dating websites? How did John meet his person when he was looking? And, and so it, it, it has to be. You can't. Yeah. I can't when be buried in the sand. you're dating one person, just trying to get to know that one person, most people they're looking for a relationship. Absolutely. When you're dating, you're not really. Well, how I used to date, I wasn't dating to to get to know girls. I was dating to have fun, mm-hmm. and dating to have fun had me stumble across love. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. I, when yeah. I finally wasn't looking for love, right. I got it. But when yeah. I was staring for love, 
I couldn't get it. At the same time, though, the like one of the things I've always told D is like, if you want something, you have to put yourself out there at the same time. So I think he felt like I wasn't doing that enough. I was going home, I was going to the gym, I was going to work, and so unless you were in one of those atmospheres, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to see nobody. I wasn't trying to bump into anyone. So he felt like. Where are you going to meet people you're not so how about you try this approach instead in order for you to go out and meet someone and i tried it and it hasn't worked thus far um, you've been on more dates now though than you were a year ago no i haven't been on any dates i haven't been on a date in three years so you know what let's have a talk about that i posted a a question on my instagram and i said what is the difference between a date and hanging out and can you guys tell me? You've been on a date me? within three years. You've been, I haven't you, been on a date. You gotta ask that question. No. I haven't been on a date. No. And so, but here's the thing: I feel like I haven't been on a date. My friends feel like I've been on at least two. Yes. Yes. I agree. <laughs> what do you want? What, what's what's the date? Does dinner qualify it as a date? Yes, but what makes it a date? Because you gotta ask. No, 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 no. You know, you gotta. The man asked you out. Let's you go to dinner. Clarify. That's a date. Okay, then. Nick is taking me out because, you know, we talk about business. Like, Fody's hooked it up. No. All you guys have hooked it up. That's about it. No, no man has asked somebody, me. You having a meal with somebody that you know his intentions and he knows your intentions. That's a date. That's a date. If you're, if you're meeting with each other and, and you guys aren't actual friends, you're meeting to see where it goes. Okay, I've been on one date. date. Oh, it turned into one, guys. <laughs> we got one out of it. turned zero into one. We got one. Like, it, it just doesn't... It, it, just because a man picks up a tab doesn't mean it's a date. No, no, hell no. no. Right, and so it's, I haven't been on dates. It's, it's no going, man has ever going, said going out to meet somebody with the intention of getting to know them. Right. With them, like Randy said, not already being their friend. Okay. Date. I've That's only date. gone out with my friends. Well, you, then. You, well, you've probably taken out with you. Probably no. they've probably been on. You've probably been on 38 days. You just ain't considered them dates. Because they <laughs> yeah. go into the day thinking, okay, <laughs> I'm going thing. in but to see, see where I can thing. take this. You're on the other hand talking about this is just my friend. So here's my thing. This is coming from somebody who if constantly want, stayed in the friend zone. If you're taking me on a date, you need to specify that you want to take me out on a date. It's not a date. If you say, hey, let's just go grab some drinks and I already know who you are, we're just grabbing drinks. We want to go get some food. We're just grabbing food. I think so. so these, if your intention is you're trying to get to know me more than a friend now, you need to let me know. Do you talk about that chivalry? So, so, the, so these two guys from Tinder that you met up with, you don't, you wouldn't consider that's, meeting I up think, with somebody? I date? think one of them. That's what I said. One of them was a date, and that one went completely wrong. He was a stalker. Whether it was good crazy. or bad, I right? Think both so that's what I'm days. saying. That was the one day I will say a date because I knew his intention, and I went out there and I put myself out there, and I just wasn't having it. But it was a date. That would be considered a date because. I didn't know him prior to that, it, you know what I mean? I have to admit, when I do hang out with new guys, I don't get wined and dine. We just hang out, we, you know, go to a store, we go to the park, we kick it at their house. Like Maybe because you didn't tell them it was a date? Maybe because they, as a man, didn't let me know they wanted to take me on a date. And that's how I feel. Now, like I said, this is coming from someone who's been single for three years. At this point... I Hold would on. love for years? a man. <laughs> How many years do you? Like, say it again. At this point. <laughs> we didn't hear you. <laughs> I think that was the third time. <laughs> I'm trying to let you guys know, like, why it's so different. We're going to have a compilation. At like, three this time, three point. <laughs> at this point, I would just love for a man to say, hey, I want to get to know you. Let me take you on a date. I have never heard those words. Look, we got a few like hundred what? listens on this bad boy. So <laughs> not these, these DMs about to blow up. No, yeah. not even. And I'm not expecting it. Derek, I'm just saying, Instagram like, that's tag. really what it is. It's just, you know, men don't. So basically, you want a man to come at you correct. Thank you. Tell you you're beautiful. If you, you find him attractive, that. 
let's go on a date sometime. Gotta, I'd love hey. to take you out. You ain't got to do all that. But yeah, like just specify what your intentions are from the jump. I've had men tell me, I just want you to, you know, to have fun, just want to sleep together. So how come a man can't say, Let me, can I you, can I say one, one thing day. real quick? D is the exception. She wants somebody to be transparent and straightforward. Half the other girls nowadays want somebody to play the game with them. I'm sorry. It's true. I think I, it's 100% part, yeah. true. I think that's one part about yeah. dating I hate. These I girls like nowadays, they don't want a man to be transparent with them. They're just going to find them unattractive or just, like, too much. Yeah. You got to play the game. You got to play your cards. Like, these are the exceptions. So. I don't like playing the game, which is why I stay single. Yeah. That's true. And that's what's up. And, yeah. and you know your friends, your girlfriends, they play the game. I have to and say. They, and what do they do? They all come back to me complaining about what he did and go. what he said. I don't want to have those stories. Like <laughs> Time to play the game. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Well, we got we got a really juicy uh, last subject, right? We, we yeah. kind of tucked it, touched into uh, bringing around full circle. Yeah, dude. we kind of touched on a few different variety of topics, but the last thing we wanted to talk about, which can be applicable to all relationships, which are the five love languages. Which, if you're not familiar with them, it's a great book whether you're in a relationship or not. And it can be applied to actual relationships with a significant other, or there's even a workplace edition of it to where you can apply it to your staff or your coworkers or, you know, kind of just people in your life. I could apply it to the Barbells team, right? And how we uh, receive and how we give love. But the five love languages, um, essentially, read the freaking book, but they are... Hold on. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Quality time. Quality time. Uh, receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. Acts of service. Acts of service. And physical touch. Physical, physical touch. touch. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to go into details as far as all of them, I highly recommend you read the book. But, you know, everybody, for the most part, has two a primary love language and a secondary love language. And how we are as people, we we all, you know, based off of how our how we receive love, we tend to give love the same way. The same way. Mm-hmm. And that's not how you should give love. You got to figure out Everyone's who different. your significant other is or who your employee is and be able to cater to them. How about we go around and, and share what our love languages are? What is yours? Uh, I've taken that. So you can actually, if you Google uh, the love lang- five love languages, you can take the test for free. It's like a quiz online. And every time I've taken it, I've ended up being uh, words of affirmation. Tell me how awesome I'm doing. Tell me I'm the shit. Tell me like <laughs> you, you so handsome, man. You're so <laughs> ambitious. I've, you're like you're the shit. You're going places, Nicholas. Like you, t- you gas me up, and 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 that's all I need. And uh, acts of service. If you can do things for me, if you can, man, if you can figure out what's on my plate and take it off my plate. Um, as far as doing things for me, acts of service, just like it sounds. Um, however, I would say in the workplace. Acts of service is my number one. You know, you don't got to tell, if you're my employee, don't tell me how awesome I'm doing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm Kill saying? You. Boss, you're the best boss ever. Like, no, nah. I'm like, nah, do shit for me. Like, you know, figure out what's stressing me out and say, boss, let me take that off your plate. You know, take the fucking trash out, you know, like things like that. Um, so I do think it's different from a business perspective than it is in the relationship uh, world. It's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How do you feel about that, Fo? Do you have your own business? I think acts of service, I mean, that's probably my number one. And even my relationships, like, acts of service. Just because I had such a busy lifestyle, like, that person to pick something up or do something for me to save me some time was just a peace of mind. I loved it. 
uh, made me melt and that's what made me like want to do everything you know for them and respect is you know if they take like if my girl takes care of me you know what i'm saying that's what i need i need that missing pieces in my life um as far as relationship goes and i guess just in general and words of affirmation are always nice you know meet a lot of people that you change their lives and you want to see you know what you're doing in the world like we're trying to make a difference obviously on this podcast and i'm trying to make a, dim- a difference in my personal life and it's nice to see like you know you're bringing people up and then they appreciate you what you do so definitely the words of affirmation acts of service so how about you randy my primary is uh, acts of service and my secondary is receiving gifts and uh, my wife did an amazing job at both on uh, my 30th birthday that yes, was last, she did. <laughs> last weekend she gave me a surprise party and uh, she she showed me she loved me through that stuff I, I'm, I'm a man about actions because my whole life people have been telling me words and not measuring up to the words they tell me so I think that's how my acts of service kind of formed also with doing so much for others I, I, I pride myself in in helping others and doing my best to uh, to do something for other people that I end up putting myself on the back burner so I think acts of service has to play into that too what about you Johnny Don I'm I'm weird and I think I'm more of like a, a sensitive soul when it comes to it because my number one is probably uh, quality time and then my number two is actually physical touch okay that's good. all right that's what's up. I think uh, so when I took the test mine was acts of no I'm sorry yeah acts of service and quality time and I was actually really shocked that it wasn't physical touch because I think every female is quality no everybody <laughs> everybody everybody possesses every every love language absolutely it's it just, just talking what, about which ones do you do fill up your love tank faster the most, than yeah. the others I think for me uh, spending time with someone is a big deal I could sit all day with someone on the couch and not care that we didn't do anything as long as I was with them and then for acts of service if you could stop something you were doing because you understood it was really important for you to be at my event instead meant the world to me so those two are my top two i think third for me be physical touch i'm a very touchy-feely person when it comes to relationships but like Vodi said i think most women uh enjoy quality time but some don't my best friend she's like i can go a month without seeing him and i'd be fine you know like some women are different depending on sometimes even your zodiac signs play a role in that you know sometimes it's just different but I don't know. What about business? In business, it's totally different. In business, you know, obviously with physical touch, right? That's the best example I can give. Like, you're not going to slap your employee on the ass and be like, good job, you know, like, bow, you know, like, no. But there is a physical touch component (laughs) of it. It's like a a slight touch on the back, like, hey, good job, man. I I really appreciate you. Fist bumps, um, things like that. I've had my entire staff take the test and surprisingly the majority of them were words of affirmation mm-hmm. like your employees want to know really how i think in the workplace that's always been a big one for me yeah mm-hmm. i like to be validated tell me how awesome tell i'm doing me I'm, yeah. tell me i'm doing a good tell job. me i'm on the right tell path. me you believe in me mm-hmm. well in, in the book you know how to win friends and influence people which is talks about how to be a great leader that's that's what he talks about is mm-hmm. you know telling people complimenting people telling them they look good and you know how great they're doing find yeah. something to compliment yeah. about yeah, you, people no matter what relationship it is like you want to even if you just meet somebody for the t- first time you know like you know and you want to build a relationship with that person you know you know you're doing it you look like you're at the gym you say something you have really great form the way you're doing that workout people feel great you know they make them feel good is you know yeah and the worst managers i've always had always had have been ones that 
didn't give me those words of affirmation and were more always, what have you done for me lately? Okay, that's great, but what are you going to do? You, you got 50 accounts. Why don't you have 60 yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100. But uh, it's a valuable thing to learn. It can really change your change your relationship, especially, uh, you know, if you're having problems in your relationship. Like, I mean, even at the, at the end of the day, when you focus on what you're giving in a relation, any relationship versus what you're receiving, giving starts the receiving process in anything. It goes around, comes around. Mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. And, you, it's, and keeping score usually isn't good. Um, sometimes I'm guilty of that. <laughs> um, I think natural. It's a natural. It's yeah. natural, but when you work towards it, it's something that you can break. You can change. Mm-hmm. But it is natural in everybody to to tally up what they've done and mm-hmm. but at the same time when you tally it up that's cancer yeah it's cancer for any relationship mm-hmm. and and you'll know you'll know if you shouldn't you know i guess you'll know when you need to either fire that employee or cut that person off in your life you know because if you're give, i mean cause there, you, you can only give to a certain point where you're just like all right hold on <laughs> like i ain't getting no roi on this you know like yeah I'm paying you really, really well, employee. You know, and uh, where are my sales at? You know, <laughs> like I'm giving you words, all sorts of words of affirmation. Good job on how you smiled on that call. Like, Way you know what try. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> a for effort. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, at some point, you do got to cut somebody, some people off, yeah. and kind of redirect that energy elsewhere. So. I think that uh, is that it for the relationship podcast. I, I think that wraps up the our relationship, relationship podcast. Episode. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you guys can slide into uh, Derek's DMs. Derek's on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you better come well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, no, I'm kidding. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, if, if you really want it, you can find it for sure. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on. At Barbells and Briefcases, we have we have just been approved for our Olympia booth that's coming up in the, the middle of September. Big moves. And we got some new gear coming up soon as well. We're going to de- debut that. We're aiming at, at debuting that at Olympia. At Olympia. We'll have some deals. Yeah. So you got to come some, by, but you got to come by in some gear. For real. You know, come by in your, like, we've got to be repping at Olympia. We've all got to be there. Yeah. we got to represent. Vegas peeps. We Come out, show us, show us who you are. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you guys all for listening. Have a great day. Bam. Ooh. 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 Ooh.